Welcome to the first edition of Revving It Up. I'm your host, Alex Kadavid, and in today's episode, I sit down with one and only LeVar Scott. We talk all things racing from micro sprints on dirt tracks to Arc Menard Series East, where LeVar will be making his debut this March, March 25th. I hope you enjoy our conversation and stay tuned for more episodes on Revving It Up. Welcome to the first edition of Revving It Up. Joining me today is LaFar Scott, who is currently Arc Menard Series E-Star with Rev Racing. LaFar, how are you doing today? Been very good. Just been focusing on getting ready for the East Championship to start here in uh, March 25th. So I've um, got a few more weeks out before the, the season really starts to pick up. We were go to Daytona and uh, come with a four-place finish for the, the National Series, but um, my real series starts on March 25th. Yeah, I'm sure Daytona must have been really expe- uh, exciting for you to go out there, especially uh, you know living a um, a dream of yours to to race on a big track like that. What was it like for you to um, to make your debut down there in Arco? It felt really cool. It, it's honestly a, a, a kid's dream. So um, to have the opportunity and the chance to do that was uh, that felt amazing. Um, I I didn't know what to expect going into it, like how aggressive. The the air was going to be inside. Jackson was going to be, but once you got the first the first sniff of it, and then understood how everybody raced it, it was kind of it's kind of cool to, to to have my hand in that and then do that. And then uh, just um, I guess just coming home with the finish we did was really exciting. I know my my goal, my plan before the race was to come home with a clean car and just a, a decent finish, but to come home with that a fourth place finish and a, and a good car was uh really as much you can ask for. So it was felt. felt I mean, you even had a few chances to lead in the race. Was it surreal uh, in the moment when you were leading uh, in Daytona? Yeah, it felt really cool. I, but honestly, I will say, like, even leading and being in a race, I think I was so focused and locked in on, on my, my job and, my, and, my, and what I had to do for the team that I didn't even, like, never got to really sit there and think where I'm really, I'm really leading right now. I was just so focused on how to get the job done and, and, and stay here. Well, ultimately, we didn't, we didn't end up. Staying never got to fourth, but um, still a good day. But um, it felt cool in the moment, and like after, it felt cool like after after the moment going back and watching. But during the moment, you're just so focused on what you have to do that you're not really so into all the the other stuff outside of that outside of it. That's not necessary. Well, it's also a very long off season for you. So, what are you doing to you know stay ready for 2023 and and this big year for you and Arco? Yeah, I mean, honestly. There's so much you can do as a race car driver because you don't you can't be in the seat. But I played a lot of I racing, and that's that's from played I racing is chilled. I didn't I didn't do too much, didn't go out a lot. Just wanted to just get ready for the season to start. But um, just those three things mainly mainly really just I racing and um doing th- things mentally just to be prepared and just spend time with family. You mentioned I racing and um how you're doing during the office and how important is uh, is i racing for young drivers who are trying to make a name themselves and in, in motorsports and how does i racing help you see i racing is just kind of the only way to really get that practice in and understand the track before you actually go to the, the track in person so um it's kind of like i kind of correlated to having your own basketball court inside your house like it's not it's not like you're actually out there racing but you, you have some type of tool to feel the track, feel the bumps, feel the cars on drive, get the comfortability is is a great word to use for just as much as more comfortable you can be at at the track, it's better you're going to have a a day because when you go to the track, you don't want to worry about where 
where everything's at, where, where the bump's at, where this is at. You just want to worry about racing and being fast and how to set up your car. So just to, to get that other stuff out of the way and be able to prepare on iRacing and understand where different things are out on track and, and even even the scenery is, is big. So um, it's, it's, it's definitely a huge tool and uh, anybody that can use that, it's, it's, a, it's a good advantage. Yeah, man. I mean, I can only assume that uh, getting most of the time is is very important for young drivers like yourself. Um, but kind of segue into uh, some of the new fans, people out there probably don't know a lot about your history in racing. So you mind giving them a little bit of few details about where you were, where you were at before Rev and, and what led you into getting into racing? Yeah, so I grew up racing micro sprint, not micro sprints, uh, quarter midgets at Black Rose Speedway when I was five. Um, my brother raced, my mom raced, they all Jack, my mom and grandpa Jack raced, and that's how we ultimately got into the to the racing world. Um, from them two, then me and my brother raced growing up. Uh, we did drag Mike, we did micro sprints when we were 12. At the age of 12, we did all, all the way up, up till until I was around 16, 17. That's when I started into the rep program. But um, I did micro sprints, I did quarter midgets, I did a, a few different levels in, inside those um. Areas I did the one twenty fives, two seventy sprints, and uh, I think that ultimately I think that driving those cars that kind of really taught me how to drive because there's so much power on on a, on a small slick track. So um, driving them I think it, it it was very very good for my career and set me up in different things. And um, having the success I had in that was able for uh, allowing me to be on Rev Racing in twenty twenty. So um, I've been in Rev Racing and now it's called Drive University ever since twenty twenty. I ran the U.S. Legend cars. I did the late model stock cars in the Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series for the past two years, and this year I have the the big opportunity for the Arca East Championship. So um, I think everything is is definitely uh, aligning well in, in my career, and I just want to be able to perform with the, the stuff I'm given and make the best out of it and go to the next step. So uh, since you got your start, you know, doing their track racing, would you say that some of the best drivers, uh, that's where they get their start, like Kyle Larson, he got his start on dirt track racing. So do the best drivers always come from dirt racing, or, or, or what do you say? Yeah, and everything's everything's different. Like, there's a lot of guys who are great on dirt and can't go to asphalt and be great. There's a lot of guys on asphalt who can't go to dirt and be great. I mean, honestly, you just you have to – there's only a few guys like Kyle Larson that can do everything and just be amazing at it, but – um. I give respect to all. I mean, if you can be good at your craft and then be respected in your field and then win in your field, then I consider you a very good racer. So growing up in a in a racing family, how much of, of a big influence were your mom and, and grandpa uh, into into you in into getting into racing and how much do you recall memories of, of growing up in that in that big family where it was racing all day, every day? Yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, I don't remember too much because of how how young I was. Um I do, I do remember my brother racing, but I remember going to my mom's race a few times and watching her like do like a wheelie off the start, which was the most like coolest thing in the world to me, seeing my mother do that. Um, but then I, I do remember like quickly after that was when she stopped just so me and my brother could start racing and, and they could focus on us and make sure we had the, the equipment to go out there and perform. So um, I don't remember too much. I do remember her doing some wheelies just to make me happy. And then soon after, my brother started racing, I started watching him, and that's when I really got the – like, oh, I want to do this too, because now it was dirt racing and it was, it was oval racing. So um, that caught my eye very, very quickly. And that's when I really don't jumped into a big time. That's insane. She was doing wheelies. But uh, what was it about racing that really like brought your attention or kind of like got you to feel like, you know, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Or I want to make a career out of being a race car driver. Um, Cause it's not every, everyday profession, but um, 
was it just the being on a limit and going fast and, and just the, the speed that got you? Or was it, you know, being in the background, growing up in the family and following on their footsteps and just seeing everyone work on cars? And was that, that kind of got your attention, you know? Because I, I hear stuff from different drivers, but I'm, I want to know what it got you interested in, into doing racing. Yeah, honestly, the speed never really, I never really got it like a, the speed never, I never had like a nothing with speed. Like I, it's going fast. It's going fast. Like I just want to always get faster, but like it's always just, I don't know. It's been this to driving, just finessing a car, just knowing like yeah. get inside this car, I'm going to make it push it to its limits. And not, like, I'm going to drive the heck out of something is having that, that this type of that it just to go drive something and just want to go fast in it. But um, I think that was always it. And just, I don't know. I just feel, feel comfortable inside of a car just, it's finding where to be smooth at and where to, where to be aggressive at. It's just it's the most coolest thing to me. It's just to perfect that, to perfect that craft and to be good at it. It's I think being in this in this racing world now, and actually diving deep into it, and I, I I realize and understand that it's harder than I thought about than I thought it was growing up. But now it's like it makes you want to find that that craft and be better at the craft even more. So it's pretty cool. You know, Lamar, just talking to you right now. I mean, I could just tell that you know you are. It's like in your DNA to be a racer. You know, you're made to to do this job. So it's really exciting to see you know what your future gonna bring to you. But um, going off that point, uh, what was your you know kind of like your experience as, as a fan? You know, did you watch NASCAR growing up? Were you watching IndyCar? You know, how involved were you as as a fan uh, for for racing? So I didn't watch a lot of NASCAR stuff or IndyCar growing up. It was more. I was focused on like growing up. It was their race. So I was I was watching a lot of about law stuff and Donnie shots and people like that. And um, so but then I will say around 10, 12 years old, Jeff Gordon really caught my eye, and um, that's when I started really trying to watch NASCAR. And then I knew I I knew at some point like I wanted to be a NASCAR driver, but I just never knew how everything would come about. But I'm happy this. I'm happy it's working out so so good. And I. Uh, Hope to stay on this track, but um, that's that's about ten or twelve was when I really started to to pick it up heavy. That's that's very interesting. Um, we mentioned that you had some competitions and races against your brother uh, and Mike was on on and dirt track races. So what was that like competition with you know going against your brother, you know, in races on in dirt track, and then was this similar was the sibling rivalry carried off the track as well uh, into the house, or you know how intense was it was it between you and him? I will say when I so when I was younger, me being younger, I will say it affected our relationship a little bit. Like if we if he hit me if he hit me during the weekend and, and it it really affected me. Like I would be I'd be really upset. Like we we actually have some some real brotherly issues and we have to talk about this. But um I said as we got older, like the uh, three months ago we had a big race and like he hit me up the way, like it really it messed up for a night. We were done after he hit me. We got off the track, we just laughed about it. It doesn't like I feel like uh, this is my dirt stuff. I just I always want to have fun. Like that's that's my dirt stuff is just have fun, have some fun time with my family, and then the the arc of stuff. And that's like when it's 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 real, and you got to be serious and go perform. So no matter what happens, we can meet him out on the, on the dirt track. I, I don't, I don't. We just laugh. It doesn't. It's nothing. It's not going to affect our, our relationship for yeah. two more. But but before it was, it was detrimental. It, it could really affect us for a few weeks here. I just imagine if, like, going home and then they crash at the dirt track, just like, I'm not giving him any uh, TV time tonight because he ran me off the road, you know? <laughs> um, I can imagine the summer drivers being too intense. But um, kind of 
going more into um, your family and how they help you, um, who would you say is your biggest motivator or inspiration to to continue your drive and hunger uh, in racing? I definitely my mother. My mother has a, a crazy work ethic, and um, we have a, we have a, a really big family at home, and we own a family business, and so everybody works together. But she gets every like she's on top of everything, gets everything done, and it's kind of surreal how much she helps me and still helps 20 other people out today like all day so um i think her work ethic and her drive to always strive to be the best and get things done is definitely really important something that you need to to be successful in this racing world you have to have work ethic to go out there and get sponsorship and go out there to make yourself better to be on track so um definitely her so would you say you have your mom's hustle and, and tenacity yeah big time, yeah. time. and the, the looks <laughs> and the looks too yeah um so how did you start getting the attention of Rev Racing uh, b- before you signed on as a driver? Yeah, so um, I don't know if it was 2019 and 2018 or 2018 and 2020. I'm pretty sure it was – I know 2018 was a big year. 2018, we had a, a good amount of success that year. I uh, won a, a pretty good race in Pennsylvania. I won some dirt stuff in Delaware. It was just a pretty – it was a pretty uh, a stout year. And – um. I reached out to Rev twice that year, and then I got the opportunity to go to the 2019 Combine for the the U.S. No, the Youth Combine under the Youth Combine, and um, that it was, it was that was a really really fun two days. That was the first time I really got to really experience what um the insides of NASCAR and what it felt like. And then after that Combine, I got invited to go to the to Dot Combine to race the late models. And I did that in uh, down in Daytona, which was really it was crazy to see Daytona in person. And uh, we actually had a chance to go to the the top of the NASCAR uh, headquarters and have dinner there. So um, everything was it was super 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 nice. And um, but um, that's how everything started, and it's been it's been a heck of a ride so far. And I can't wait to keep it going. I love this rev team and NASCAR Dr. Horses. I want to go far with this with these people. What was it like for you? What what were your first impressions when you went down to Daytona for the first time with your family? And you got a whole sort of idea of what was gonna, what your future was gonna be like being in NASCAR. Yeah, it was. I remember it was me, and my mom, my grandpa came, my sister, and my sister was there. And um, I don't. No matter, it was just me, and my mom, and grandpa. I think maybe my sister. I don't know, but I remember just like my eyes were just wide. You're like you're pulling in, and the hotel was right next to the Daytona Speed Daytona Speedway. And I remember just like. At that time, I'm thinking, oh, like I'm going cup racing, like I'm making it now, like we're here. <laughs> but then, like you get get deeper in, you start to realize how much goes into it. And you know, my dream and my my, my goal is still cup racing, but now you understand how much time and have efforts I really go into it. But at the time, you're just like, oh, like oh, we're here now, like this is it, blah blah. But uh, it it was cool. It was it was. I mean, the, the experience was like, it's what, what this team does and, and this team allows you to experience in life is something that you're never ever going to forget. And I've been, I, now I've had a lot of memories with these people that I'm never ever going to forget. So, but that was definitely one that I just pulling in was like, I just remember telling myself, oh, like, oh, I'm going to come racing now. Like, this is it. <laughs> yeah, that's a credible experience to be going down to Daytona. But uh, how would you say the draft for diversity program has fast forwarded your career uh, to level it is now? It's huge. I mean, honestly, without this program, I, I, who knows if I'd still be racing, racing right now. I mean, honestly, I'd probably be in college somewhere trying to trying to figure out life. But um, this this program has really helped me get 
and understand and help me get resources for the goals I want to have. Like my goal is to be a cup series driver. And that's always been my goal for, for a very, very long time. And this team and, and NASCAR diversity has really has given a lot of kids the resources to do it. I mean, look at Nick and Roger, like trying to follow their foot, the foot, the footsteps and, 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 and do that. So, um, but it, they, I don't think none of this would be possible without uh, reverence and NASCAR diversity. And I really, really do mean that. Who would you say uh, a part of the program has helped you grow the most as a person, not just as a driver, but, you know, being away from your family, uh, down in, with the raising team, who has helped you grow up as a person um, during your time in this program? Yeah, I think uh, Coach Phil. Coach Phil has really, he's he's my coach and on the athletic side, but also, like, mentally, like, he – He's been through he's been through a lot of professions like within the coaching higher up like the Milwaukee Bucks and different things. So he understands how to how to really coach and help people. So um, I, I have real like life conversations with coaching. He can really he can really understand and, and help out in different ways. And he, he has been. So um, he he's big. Um, crew chief Jamie and Lupo they're, they're always there to talk and they're there. They're, they're very, very, very big in my life, too. So um, them, too. Uh, Jason Hamilton from NASCAR is, is really big. Uh, he He's. He, I think he, he grew up through racing too, so he's kind of been through the same experiences I've been through. So um, definitely those four people are huge in, in, my, in, my, in my career here. What about uh, Nick and Raja? You know, they were in the two Arca seats last year for Rev, and, you know, you on Jack in that role. Have they been able to, you know, give you advice on what it's like being in that series and, and working in those Arca cars? Um, and how much have, have they been an influence to you for this year? Yeah, big time. Raja's helped me tremendously. I know he's been to this just uh, Pensacola track, so I'm definitely going to use his notebook and, and try to uh, correlate some things into what I'm doing. Um, but I, I know this year, Raj has been to most all the tracks I'm going to this year, so I think that's definitely good to ha- have his support on that. Uh, and then as I go up to the bigger stuff, I know Nick's really, really good with the mile-and-a-half stuff and super speedways. So to have those two guys, I kind of have the best of both worlds right there. So it's, it's pretty good to have him. I'm happy to be able to talk to them anytime I need to. How much did you learn in the late mile series work, working in the grassroots in those uh, intense races um, down in Florence and Hickory? You know, they're very different now than what you're going to be doing in ARCA. So how much did that prepare you for this year? Yeah, I learned a lot. So late models and and it's honestly second to none of the competition that you're going to that you're going to have. There's a lot of guys that race in the NASCAR and NASCAR series that go down to race late models and the, the competition is, is no joke. So they have that experience in my, in my, in my back. And, and I know I've done that. If it feels pretty good just to know I competed against the best of the best and, and was able to move up. So um, I'm very happy to say I, I, I raced late models at a, at a point I know it's going to help me in my career. Back in uh, 2020, you had a big win in Mexico for the truck series down there. Uh, what can you comment about that time, you know, getting your first big win in a, in a, in a big series like that and how that changed your perspective on racing? Yeah. So, I would say, like, even I would say driving the car, it felt like everything felt just racing. I got a race, but uh, I think Mexico was more so just the, just um, the scenery. Just like I, it was my first time out of the country, and knowing I'm going to the race was was like ice on the cake. So, um, it was cool, and and, and the way it happened with the, through my my old teammate Regina, um, everything was amazing. But the the racing part of it was that was like it felt it felt so cool to just know I'm racing in Mexico and the the track I raced on was Cretero, and you could see like these white buildings like going down the back stretch, and like it, it was it played it felt so cool. It felt like I was racing on, like an F one track, just how 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 neat and like the the scenery everything was. So um that was cool, and to pick up a win there, 
my second time there was uh it was definitely it was definitely I wouldn't say a dream because it, it happened so fast I didn't even know about it but it was definitely uh something that when I found out about it I really really wanted to do so it was awesome I mean I'm sure it was it's been good I'm sure it was great to get good experience especially outside the country racing with you know new drivers but what was the celebration like when you got back after the win you know with your family it was huge so who it was only me and my mom that went down there but uh she recorded the whole victory she had my tablet recording everything and uh so me and her celebrated a lot she, it was, felt like felt like we got there and handled business and left so like, it felt it felt awesome like it was, it was like me and her uh, like, a, like a team duo and then we went home we flew to new jersey after and my whole family's there we had a i walked in with a big trophy and uh it was awesome and uh, they were very very supportive and for me to have the opportunity to do that i can't appreciate them enough make sure you got that big trophy that's the first thing you show your brother when you got back you're like hey Look at this! I got a got a new big trophy for the for the room. Uh, he, he, he was he was he was happy for me. He was happy for me. I didn't hear he was still a big supporter, but more about Rev and um kind of this season. What would you say is your biggest motivator and that pushes you to be the best driver every day as you continue to get better every day and be the best driver that you can be? Yeah, so I would definitely say all the hard work that goes goes on behind the scenes, especially and not necessarily for me even on the cars but for me like there's a lot of people that's working like my mom my family for sponsorships and the team work on the cars for cars be fast there's so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see for for someone like me or my teammates to succeed it's it's crazy i think that's what's really pushing me hard to work because i don't want to watch all this hard work or the waste that people are doing for me so i want to make sure i'm doing my job and and and, and even get wins for them and just have good performances for the team really Going into your uh, your fourth year with Red, what would you say have been some other great memories that you've had, you know, during the time of, in the uh, Drafford Diversity Program? And what is the stuff you're going to take with you after you graduate from the development program? Yep, yep. Uh, this is going into my fourth year, so the past two years, yeah. I would say, honestly, besides from racing, just the, the bonds I've created with my teammates. I know last year, and uh, me and Raja was super, 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 super close, and we're still super close. To, but now he's doing something with the trucks, and I'm focused on Arca, so we, we're still talking, hanging out. Just we don't see each other every day like we used to. Um, but the bonds that I have, even the teammates now, Andres, that's, that's my guy. So like, say the bonds I have with them, it, it's it's something that that's definitely gonna last for for a life for lifelong, and I'm very appreciative and honored to to know know those two guys. Um, that's 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 been huge. Got a lot of great memories uh, over four years. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. Um, you mentioned Roger Carruth. Uh, what can you say about you know his uh, career path so far? You know he's moving up into the truck series with with GMS this year. He's a former alum uh, with the Driver Diversity Program. Uh, what can you say about what he's accomplished so far as he's moving up in the motorsport industry? I'm very happy. Roger works. Like he 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 works. He's always doing something that's gonna make them better inside the sport, whether that be sponsorship stuff, marketing, or being on the iRacing and being on the sim. So um, for him to do that, it was something that it, it was always coming to just his work ethic. So to finally see it happen, and I know he's going to do well, um, maybe not as well as that, that Red Racing truck, but uh, he's going <laughs> he's, he's to do good. But um, I'm, I'm very happy for him. This year, you're, you're paired alongside with uh, Andres Perez, um, who's been around Red for a while as, as well. But you and him are kind of taking over the new – two-season ARCA, he's in the Menard Series and in your Series E, so what's the relationship been with, like, between you and Andres, um, you know, taking over the two big seats with Rev? Yeah, um, Andres kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, yeah. but I, 
love it. Like I remember last year, he was just a legend. So for him to be here and be a new teammate and and work with him, it, it's been awesome. He he's very he's, we're race car guys, but we're also like we're also young young adults. So we're we're, we're growing, we're kind of growing up together and figuring out life together. And we we both live here on 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 our own. So like we're just we hang out all the time together and just. Try to have fun together. I know very focused on racing, but we also know that we have to have balance in our lives and, and we're trying to figure that out and do fun stuff still. So um we have we take trips to, to Top Golf, to GoPro and do different we go to Lamar together, just do dumb things like that. And it, it's been keeping <laughs> us really, really happy. It's a competition still hundred percent. We go to GoPro, we're still trying to beat them on track. Big time, big time. <laughs> That's awesome. So what are your, some of your biggest goals uh, going into this big year for you in the ARCA series? And what are, what are you looking to prove um, to to the whole fans of motorsport? Uh, honestly, uh, I, so with this being a driver, driver development program, I always want to just develop on track and I'll be, be each, each time out, be a better driver. But I still, you know, you want to you go out there and get wins. I mean, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into this stuff and I feel like winning is just like the ultimate, like we, we finally did something here. So um, I, I want to win and go out there and perform and, and really succeed for this team and, and, and put my name on the, on the Arkham map. But um, I know more, 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 more importantly, just always bring home a clean car and just make sure we improve each time out. Well, I'm very excited to see what you do this year, LeVar. Um, moving into our last few questions, uh, you know, I mentioned before that you're going to be taking on a big time role at Rev. Um, being a, a big lead driver. So what does it mean to you to be a leader, a team leader this year, a part of the Rev Racing uh, group? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 super, 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 super important. I know when I was younger, watching Chase and watching Nick and seeing different things they did, it really meant a lot to me. And um, I remember my first time here, my literally my first day here at Rev in 2020, Chase took me around to all the Woodsville shops. He, he let me meet all of his friends. He helped me work on his micro together. Um, and that that's something I'll never forget because that that really that, that I don't think I told him this, but that really meant a lot to me that one day. So um, now when I when I see Nathan Lyons or even just Justin's not young, but Justin's still he's still he's still seventeen. So I don't know, I'm only nineteen, but he's still younger than me. So uh, he's getting up there. But I'll make sure like everything I do, I always invite him. We always go out together. We go like Justin comes to our top golf trips. Justin comes up with us out to lunch every day. So um, I just make sure to really always include them and never never let them feel left out because I, I, those are really like, they're, they're honestly really really fun kids and I'm very, very glad they're they're part of our group. But um, I will say I never like when Chase when Chase did that for me that, that the first day I was here it meant a lot. So I definitely have to make sure to 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 be like that towards those kids and always implement them in whatever we're doing. All right, and speaking about Justin and Nathan, um, what he say about you know them two as young drivers as they're going into uh, new ground for them in motorsports? I will say they each have a lot of work ethic. They're always on the sim. They are, especially Nathan. Nathan is like he's a, he's a he's a wizard when it comes to this stuff. Like when it comes to NASCAR, he knows everything. He knows everything. He's on the sim all the time. And uh, Justin's just a laid back guy. He's a cool. Justin's a cool cool guy he's a very cool guy um he's on the sim working so um they both want it they both they're both striving to to, to to take the next leap and take the next step i know for justin that's the arca east or the arca national whether that be next year or within two years i know nathan's gonna get that late model late model ride at some point or he he, he really wants it so um but those two guys are really really cool kids
Well, Lamar Scott, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and record the first edition of Revving It Up. Uh, can't wait to see what you do March 25th down in Pensacola for the first race in the Arkham Menard Series East. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Alex. Well, thank you for taking the time to download and listen to our first Revving It Up podcast. Stay tuned all year long as Rev Racing gears up for an exciting season, not just in Legends cars, but in late model in the Arkham Minority Series and in the Truck Series as well. Uh, be sure to stay connected with the team on all social media platforms at Rev Racing and stay up to date with all the news information from the team on RevRacing.net. Thank you so much.